beyond infinity. Freeman Dyson actually still is a incredibly productive physicist. I think he's aged 97 now. He still works at Princeton University. He was behind Project Orion, which was uh, trying to come up with a, a nuclear fission rocket propulsion technique. Okay. And I think we talked yep. about it in the program yep. where you literally drop small-ish nuclear explosions out of the bottom of a rocket. Use and you, forward, yeah, yeah. You, you propel yourself up and you know use several several hundred or thousand getting up beyond the atmosphere, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then once you're in space, you could actually chip away at the speed of light. So mm. potentially it was a way of going interstellar, but obviously with some pretty serious environmental concerns mm-hmm. along the way. But um, a very interesting man and a, and a very productive physicist. As I said, he's, he's still working at Princeton University in the United States. One of the things that he said, and he was kind of famous for saying, he was talking about um, the search for extraterrestrial life. Mm-hmm. And he said, so the first rule of my game is think of the biggest possible artificial activities with limits set only by the laws of physics and look for those. We've actually covered, and it was all over the, the media a while ago, it was about this idea of alien megastructures. Oh, and they, yes, they'd yes. spotted something with a telescope, probably a radio telescope, very, very distant. And they're kind of going, well, could this be made by you know, little green men? Mm-hmm. And, and then I think most people kind of said, probably not, very likely not. It's something that's evolved, like a star, a cluster, or something like that. I guess what Dyson is getting at is that if you're going to look for intelligence, the most obvious... And, and likely to be found sign of intelligence is going to be something that the intelligence made. So a technology, rather than them sending a message to you specifically, mm-hmm. it's going to be more like, well, we're just doing our thing and we've built this massive structure or we've got a huge radio profile that, that doesn't look like anything else and mm-hmm. you can pick it up with a radio telescope and you can go, well, what's that? Let's mm-hmm. decode that. So the only way you're going to detect or ever make contact or even find or confirm life beyond our planet, and it's probably going to be beyond our solar system because we've done done a pretty good reconnoiter of the other planets within our solar system. It doesn't look like there's sophisticated multicellular life. We don't know for sure, but it looks like it it might be microbial if, if it exists at all. We've got to look beyond our solar system, and that means much, much greater distances possibly within our galaxy or possibly within another galaxy. And so therefore, to look for something big that's been made by an advanced civilization and which has advanced technology, that seems to be the way to go. And that's, that's the idea of finding these megastructures. It's interesting because how do we look far... You know, because when we're receiving the light signal, mm. that's from history. That's from you know, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. It takes a long time for the light to, to get to us. Millions of years billions of years so, so there could be civilizations that have grown up in, yep. since then and and the structures are there but the light hasn't actually reached that yet to that's see those absolutely right yeah, so right. so you're looking for things to coincide with us so they, they're going to need to be long-lived for their message for their light for their radio signals mm. to have reached us if they're very very distant then it's got to have happened a long time ago unless it's you know within our area of our galaxy sure. because yeah. our, our galaxy is 50 thousand light years across mm-hmm. that's just it's a reasonable milk. amount of time to maybe see well but yeah. yeah but i mean we've 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 only been civilized we've only had the ability to listen to radio signals for the last hundred years odd yep. probably less so the chance of coinciding you know even even with things that are within our little neighborhood mm. let alone over the massive distances of you know a, a universe which is about 13.7 billion years old mm-hmm. that's the distance in you know light's got to travel that means that you've got to have a civilization that's somehow survived or its fingerprints survived. 
you might receive the signal from the alien civilization or something that, that suggests a mega structure or whatever but for you to actually send a message back and make contact and have a meaningful yeah. exchange of information they could be long gone well, you yeah. could be long gone yeah. yeah so so you're right and Abs- also the power that's generated from these signals would i'm sure degrade as it gets further and further away and so a small signal from a small satellite that's or something right. is going to be you know very hard to detect and that's why this the latest stuff is sort of suggesting neutrinos they've got these underground caverns i think there's one in japan and i know there's one in the united states and probably elsewhere in the world they're underground caverns to be very radio silent to be very quiet places without a lot of interference from other radio waves or signals or anything else electromagnetic sources and the like they've set up these detectors for these very exotic particles called neutrinos and they have actually confirmed they were theorized and they have actually been confirmed mm. by these underground cave because they don't receivers. interact with much things do they they just sort no, of pass through they can yeah. go through and so one of the suggestions is that an alien civilization that really wanted to get its message out there and have it not diluted or mixed up mm-hmm. with other radio signals or other electromagnetism or any other sources of, of particles or anything then the perfect thing to use would be a neutrino right and so that might be somewhere that we look mm. for encoded information mm. within within neutrinos. Uh, and the other one is gravitational waves, which have yes. also been confirmed. And, and again recently as well, yes, I think. Yep. Yeah. Lido over in America, they, they picked it up and it was, and was done. I think it's all within the last five years that have actually really confirmed gravitational mm. waves. It has implications for Einsteinian physics, mm-hmm. stuff that that was always theorized and now is sort of starting to look like well this you know these these particles gravitational waves actually fit very neatly into our existing theories so it's actually been confirmation for a lot of einstein's work these detectors of neutrinos they've been nicknamed neutrino telescopes if an advanced civilization beacon exists it could produce a very anomalous number of neutrino events way above the natural sources of neutrinos such as the sun or a supernova this would be in an addition to the candidates for signs of advanced technological activity so that's according to dr albert jackson of the houston-based technology company triton systems they released a study where they proposed an advanced eti which is an extraterrestrial intelligence, could rely on a neutron star or a black hole to focus neutrino beams to create a beacon. Mm. So look, it's all pretty wild stuff in a Almost way. Almost a bit sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, very, very bit sci-fi, just a little bit. But uh, you know I like that yeah, stuff, John. Yeah, it's good. Just as we've been intrigued by alien megastructures and things, when they were actually proposed originally by George Dyson, who said, you know, when we look into the universe for signs of artificial activities, it is technology and not intelligence that we must search for. It would be much more rewarding to search directly for intelligence, but technology is the only thing we have any chance of seeing. Mm. And if you want more information about this, there is a quite detailed scientific paper at arxiv.org. The title of it is A Neutrino Beacon, and that uh, is an 18-page PDF that we'll include links to if you want to read uh, up on the scientific paper behind this. It's quite an interesting read, so we'll, we'll post links. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.